Welcome to Tales of the Resistance, a podcast about antibiotic resistance. On today's show, we're joined by a rotating lineup of members of the I Am Responsible Project, a nationwide team of educators and researchers working on solutions to AMR. I'm Mara, one of the hosts, and I'm joined on the episode today by Beth. Hello, everyone. Amber. Hello. And by Nafisa. Hi, everyone. This is Nafisa. I'm a PhD student in the Department of Natural Resource Sciences in University of Nebraska-Lincoln. And I am doing my research on evaluating the risk factors for antimicrobial resistance and their effect on the environment. Perfect. Finally, we have someone on this podcast who knows what they're talking about. Well, we're so glad to have you here, Nafisa. Um, For today's episode, we're going to be talking about a new topic, one we haven't really discussed on the podcast to this point, that is, but a fundamental relationship between environmental pollution and antibiotic resistance. And we've talked so much about relationships between environmental, animal, and human health. And this is a great illustration of that in the in a space we haven't explored before. So the article we're discussing today is called uh, Association Between Particulate Matter Air Pollution and Clinical Antibiotic Resistance, a Global Analysis. This is by Zhao et al. This was in the Lancet Planet Health section in 2023, so pretty recently. And In broad strokes, the article is talking about a big data study that they did with global sources on particulate matter pollution and on the presence of antibiotic resistance within a pretty wide range of human pathogens and trying to figure out if they could build uh, a model of how those two things were related. And, And they did, in fact, find correlation Um, Of course, the article goes into um, a lot more about uh, what that correlation might or might not mean and and explores the data further in, in a larger model with more variables of relationships. But before we go into any of that, the relationship between air pollution and antibiotic resistance. This is not something we've covered before and and might seem strange to our audience on why these two things would be related. So air pollution and antibiotic resistance are two different things in terms of, you know, even in terms of health issues and all. So they're very different. And in normal sense, they do not look like something that will uh, collaborate in one single health issue. But... Uh, if we think this way, that if air pollution happens and you breathe in the polluted air for a long time, it will cause you different health issues and make your you know, immunity sacrificed or vulnerable. And at that point, uh, if any antibiotic resistant bacteria or fungi like infects you, then as your immunity is already sacrificed, you are vulnerable to different pathogens and all. So at that point, if anything uh, infects you or your body or your immune system, then that will cause uh, much harm than if your immunity system was intact. So this is on the basic sense. It's interesting. I hadn't thought about it at all, how air pollution could affect AMR, but I'm glad that we're talking about it because 
uh, or environmental spread of AMR is something that is getting more and more uh, researched. I do think it's important to kind of highlight that what the article is describing is is the correlated data, but they do they are careful in this article and and we're careful as well to sure that we say like Nafisa illustrated what is probably the connection. It's not evidence for that connection. And then there's and there could be alternative narratives. But I did think uh, it was pretty interesting. They explored multiple different pathogens. And then within those pathogens, they were trying to model out what is the amount of the instances of resistance in that pathogen that could be described or caused by uh, an increase in air pollution. And they did this with what is called a multivariate uh, analysis. So um, for our audience, it just means that it's it basically tries to build a big, long uh, equation that is, or set of equations that is defining mathematically how all many, many multivariate, many variables could be related to one another. And it's going to say, like, sort of mathematically define the level of that relationship. So as part of that big multivariate analysis, um, they were trying to define what amount of a change in the level of antibiotic resistance that is being found. Because, you know, the data shows there's increasing level of antibiotic resistance. So what amount of that can be attributed to air pollution and and they don't know for sure but they're building this model right so this is a sort of a hypothesis that you would kind of test and i did think it was interesting within their um their described relationship of the of the amount of of increased resistance that could be attributed to air pollution for each of the different pathogens that they explored that yes there were some of these airborne pathogens in in that discussion the like things that would cause pneumonia and stuff. And that makes sense that there's a relationship to an increased level of pollution and um, and those kind of bacteria, because like Nafis was talking about, you have greater disease incidence. But there's also, and in fact, a greater relationship between the incidence of antimicrobial resistance in E. coli and air pollution. And E. coli is primarily a fecal to oral transmit. And what I'm trying to say is like, we don't really understand in full what the relationship in, is between air pollution and the increased resistance or what all of the elements of causation could be because this is just a correlated data set. But um, it's just one of those examples, one of the many, many examples we've talked about in the series of this podcast of how complex this whole problem of antimicrobial resistance is and how it's going to take a sort of whole of society approach to addressing it, you know. Because I'm also not sure about this. This is just what uh, I'm going to tell based on my assumption uh, about the E. coli thing. So E. coli is basically gut flora. So gut floras are those bacteria that are inside our body from the time when we are born. And they're basically a vital part for our digestive system. And when uh, we inhale this polluted air or 
being in a place where there is so much like mercury or lead in the air. So this type of uh, heavy metals kind of uh, make our, you know, our lungs vulnerable as well as our the toxic metals kind of they have the stain to infuse in our blood and go to our bone marrows and uh, they kind of make us very susceptible and vulnerable to other diseases as our immunity is sacrificed so when our body is uh, suppose uh, we are inhaling this heavy metals for a long time and we are sacrificed uh, our immunity is sacrificed and uh, in this vulnerable state uh, we will be more uh, vulnerable for other diseases and at that time when the load of e coli somehow goes up for sacrificed immunity in our gut or there is some type of other uh, strains of e coli or bacteria comes in our gut and uh, as we have a weak immunity we will not be able to perform as it should be when we are okay with our all immunity good immunity and all uh, so at that time, just a normal E. coli infection can make you very vulnerable. Yeah, there, that's another narrative possibility. And then one I thought of while you were talking um, about heavy metals is, and we've talked about this in the mm-hmm. podcast before, about mm-hmm. the co-relationship uh, or the co-resistance uh, relationship between other pollutants specifically heavy metals and increases in resistance so that could be happening in an environment that has h- high um, air pollution just that's like high toxicity creates uh, environmental pathogens outside of the human that have greater level of resistance so we've got now three different things happening you get sicker and so you get more antibiotic resistance. You get pollutions in your system, this creates more resistance in you or like more sort of mutation in you. There's more pollution in the environment that creates more mutations in the environment. And yet we still probably haven't explored all the possibilities here. I mean, I don't want to sound like it's so cool, but it is so cool. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like opening a whole new door and you had no idea. And now you want to explore. And these are, these are all the factors that are going to like worsen the situation, but still the primary thing for building up antibiotic resistance is abusing more antibiotics. So we need to stop that first. Infection prevention more. So like if you are trying to prevent an infection, whereas if your child really does get it, then you should go to the doctor. I mean, prevention is always better than cure. Take precautions and uh, try to not use antibiotics uh, for a two days fever or just one day's gut problem. So we should use less antibiotics as possible. Before we get off this topic, I wanted to kind of get your guys a sense of um, is this another interest area of mine is is this accounting that they do in a lot of these articles for what is the cost of death, you know, and the cost mm-hmm. of sickness. And there's a really good example of this in the paper um, where they talk about um, what is the loss of life in millions and the loss of uh, sort of health in terms of how long people are are sick and trying to make an economic accountants of that so they could include it in the model for like what to make recommendations in different scenarios and and so they came out with some huge ridiculous I mean not ridiculous but like just enormous numbers for the value 
that is being lost because of this air pollution problem. Just air pollution is causing $500 billion in premature deaths caused by antibiotic resistance. Just antibiotic resistance. Don't count all the other ways that air pollution could be causing premature deaths. And I think when we, anytime we see these economic numbers, we just, it's sort of mind boggling to understand why nothing is being done about it. The, the GDP is all driven by human activity. And the more people you have, the more economic value you are producing. And so the, the values that they attribute to these deaths is all in the loss of economic activity that these people represent. And in this paper, they were talking about like, if they made a 5% reduction in air pollution, there would be a savings of $640 billion. This was kind of a, a side interest of mine is this sort of economic question. I, we don't need to go too I do think deep. it's interesting. Like when you have the uh, CDC uh, pathogen watch list, they have a lot of the um, microbes broken down to per microbe cost. And like some of them are, are really high and it's just like the health that's maybe not taking into account all of this, a, a lot of other stuff. But, you know, when you've got up there and it's like this one single pathogen, is going to cost us blah, 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 million dollars, you know, and that's adding up really quickly since there's so many of them. So. All right. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. This was a really fascinating conversation. So wide ranging. I hope that you guys had as much fun as I did and we'll look forward to talking again very soon. Thank you. Thank you.